What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast Friday edition. I'm Will. That's Casino with his baby over there. Uh, how are we doing today, Casino? Uh, doing pretty good. Just been cleaning up, uh, you know, pee stains from the dogs and from uh, our daughter potty training. It's been great. We got one of those like those little vacuum, um, the carpet cleaner vacuum things like, that has the water and the, 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 all the things. I'm trying to think of what it, the rug cleaners. They're great. They work actually yeah. really good. They work good. But um, yeah, everything's been good. Everything's been good. Haven't been able to work on my cholesterol <laughs> at all, but things have been good. Just kidding. I'm just, uh, I just wanted to bring I mean, us what all a down. mixed bag. <laughs> yeah, what a mixed bag you're giving us. <laughs> but I'll tell you what's not a mixed bag, Casino. The divisional round playoffs, which is what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, this, is, this isn't Casino's uh, life story. Yay. I just, it was just sad. It was just sad. I know. But, uh, so He's we're happy. just going to do what we do with all sad things, which is just ignore it, push it down, and move on. So yeah. let's move on to happier news. <laughs> I'll uh, edit in where you just have a single tear coming down your cheek as I said Jeez, that. Please uh, do that. But... Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to edit. Uh, but we're talking about divisional. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the divisional round playoffs today. All the coaching news. We're going to get to NBA and NHL at another uh, episode just because me and Cassie want to do more research on both. Uh, but then we're also going to do a new segment where we just talk about the endless amounts of internet, uh, sports drama. I got like four stories here, which is, we'll just touch on because they're all just fascinating, just fascinating. Uh, some we've missed some that are brand new, but also when we get to the coaches, uh, breaking news as of when we're recording this, uh, the Raiders are hiring Antonio Pierce as their head coach. So oh, snap. one more. Yeah, that's one live. More, this, uh, you're getting this season. live. You're getting this news live. Right. I mean, Remember you'll get thing. it three hours after it's live. But for us, it's live. <laughs> but, right. Well, just all that shit uh, that you gave me when I was watching the World Cup and you're like, they're not watching this live. And I'm like, no, but they get our reactions live. So shut the fuck up. Sorry, uh, earmuffs, true. kid. I, <laughs> uh, our reaction live to the Antonio Pierce news is good. Like, I, that's yeah. I think he sh- he earned another year. Like, why not? Oh yeah, by, uh, by far, he did a good. We're job. not here to talk about. We're not here to talk about uh, teams that did make the playoffs casino because we're just talking about teams that did. Uh, without further ado. Let's just jump right into it, and let's talk about we have two games Saturday, two games Sunday. Interesting that they didn't do a Monday night game, because I thought that's just was their MO what now. We're supposed to do. But yeah. uh, the super we divisional first round. Start, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not super, because it's only two <laughs> days. It's only two days, no super whatsoever. But we start. With the 10 and 7 Houston Texans at the 13, we were going to stop playing it safe and stop being uh, giant vaginas when it came to picking games. Are you sticking with that and going with the Texans in this situation? I am 
sticking with it. You're going with the Texans? I'm going to go with the Texans. Fuck it. (laughs) All right. Make the case for how the Texans win this game. How they win this game or why I picked them? Uh, I I mean, they should be one in the same. Well, (laughs) I picked them because uh, I'm just going to continue. I don't want to. I want to stick to my word. I said that I was going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy. I'm picking Texans. I'm picking Texans. Um, How they can do this is CJ. So CJ Stroud in that offense, they've been playing very well. Um, He looks he looks poised under pressure. And to me, that is a good sign to a quarterback, young, old, whatever, going into the playoffs. If you are calm and relaxed behind center and you don't get flustered, then I think you have a really good shot of of at least competing. And I just feel like everybody's counting this Texans team out. It was kind of very similar to like the, the Eagles thing. Everybody is, when they won theirs, they're underdog, underdog, underdog. How are they going to do this? You know, they don't have the greatest quarterback out there. They have quarterback issues. and But I like C.J. Stroud if they can continue playing to the level that they are. I mean, look what they did against that defense. I mean, the Ravens have an amazing defense. They do. They have a phenomenal defense. But if they, they're going to have to keep up, I think, with C.J. Stroud and that offense. And, we'll, again, we've talked about it. Lamar, he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. Granted, he's always been slightly banged up or the team's been banged up. But I can see this happening. And for that reason, I am in. See what I did there? I do. Uh, so, interestingly enough, me, uh, what is it? Me. Lamar Jackson, uh, get ready, Casino. This is uh, This is my hot take. This is my hot take. Are you ready? Because sports mm-hmm. media is just built on hot takes. So get ready, Casino. Uh, that C.J. Stroud game against the Browns was a better playoff performance in one game than Lamar Jackson has had in all of his playoff games okay. combined. Okay, so are, let me, are you picking the Texans too? No. Okay. No. Good. I don't You're have, not crazy. I don't have the, the, the casino-sized balls. That I know. Uh, (laughs) that you do, but, uh, you look at, so Lamar Jackson, since he came in the league, he's played in four playoff games. He lost in 2019 against the chargers where he threw for 194 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and just had a, just a pretty mediocre game, right? His next game. So obviously they lost that one. 2020, he played against Tennessee, where he was 31 for 58, 52% completion percentage. But but that game, that was that game that Henry just went off, right? Like where he was just bulldozing everybody. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. That, that you got beat by one guy. You got beat by the biggest running back. You built like a fridge running it down your throat. Like that, that one I can throw to this, you know, if you can't stop a guy, you can't stop a guy. Like that's that's the defense not being able to stop Henry. Sorry, I I watched that no, no, game I and I remember watching that and it scared the hell out of me on how how <laughs> big this dude was. Yeah. So those <laughs> are his first two games uh, against yeah the Chargers and then the Titans. Two two 
average games, I would argue the one against Tennessee, like you're saying, they lost out of his control and he kind of just got those numbers in garbage time to try to come back because, again, he almost he did throw the ball 59 times. Now, the last two games were again against Tennessee, which they won, where he had no touchdowns and interception and 179 yards, right? And then the mm-hmm. last game he played in the playoffs was in 2021 and it was against Buffalo where he went 14 for 24, 162 yards and an interception. So what we've seen in his four playoff games is we'll take the Tennessee one out of it because again, like you said, he threw the ball almost 60 times and that was all just garbage time. Dak Prescott doesn't account for what the game actually was. The other three games, they were all in it, and he was mediocre to bad in literally all of them. The literal one playoff game we've seen from C.J. Stroud, he had almost a perfect passer rating. So now we're going into this game where C.J. Stroud just did something we rarely see in the playoffs, which is a rookie doing, like, doing that right especially in the playoffs and then we're go- they're going into baltimore against a ravens team that we have seen do nothing in the playoffs with lamar jackson as a quarterback so my the tony romo being, effect yeah my point being the ravens should win this game because throughout the regular season we've seen them play their best games against the best competition right they've blown out dallas they blew out uh or not dallas they blew out uh the 49ers they blew out the lions they blew out the jack like every team they played with the winning record they dominated now that being said from what we saw with the texans last week again number one defense and an offense that up until that game was red hot. And then the defense is overshadowed by what Stroud did, but the Houston defense was all over Flacco. They looked phenomenal. They looked phenomenal. He had no time to throw. Yeah. And -hmm. then they obviously got the two pick sixes uh, back to back, which is, which is a Flacco thing. That's not going to be a Lamar Jackson thing, but that being said, going into this game, The Ravens, top six in defense, top six in offense, the number one rushing attack. The Texans, 12th in offense, 14th in defense, and they're uh, ahead in passing. They're seventh compared to the Ravens, excuse me, at 21st. But again, that's because Lamar Jackson missed a couple of those games. So you have... uh, Yeah, there you go. So you... Yeah, got a got get this throat moist uh so you got um yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you got a ravens team that on paper should blow this texans team away okay just based on everything we they should they should but will they and you're saying so make the case for how the ravens win this game casino how the Ravens win this game? They got uh, Andrews is supposed to be back, right? He's been um, getting better, so that's going to be a huge safety blanket there for Lamar. Um, if Lamar's not injured, he is one of the best, if not the best, dual quarterback to do it in the last twenty years. So uh, that's that right there, right? That right there. I mean, even if the 
CJ Stroud is able to put up some numbers against this Baltimore defense, who's really, really, really good. But we already seen them play, you know, the number one defense, and they destroyed them. Um, now it's can you try to stop Lamar Jackson from just running it down your throat or with the play action, and you know, safety blanking it five yards down the slot to Andrews. Oh, I know. I know you didn't like me talking good about the Ravens. You wanted me to talk bad. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Well, also, the Ravens are going to get a little extra help because they have released uh, Melvin Gordon and signed Dalvin Cook. So we've seen Dalvin Cook be a pretty damn good running back. And with him not being used all season, running behind this Ravens line that just makes anybody look like a star that might also be another wrinkle to just control the clock against this Texans team now they did they they, these two teams did play each other in week one of this season where the Ravens won 25 to 9 but still even in that game what is it uh Oh, I just had it up here. Even in that game, Stroud was 28 for 44, 242 yards. And that was kind of the start of where it was like, oh, CJ Stroud looks kind of good. And then obviously he got better and better throughout the season. But yeah, I think when it comes to games like this, when it's two teams that feel kind of evenly matched on paper and they already lost to one of the other teams on uh, they're playing like earlier in the season. I always like revenge game. I always like revenge game. I think I'm talking myself into the Texans, but no, you've just, already done it. You've done it. You've already done it. I know you're but picking the safety want... blanket. You're picking the Mark Andrews of this pick. <laughs> I mean, I do like, I do like Lamar Jackson. I would like to see I him win a Super Bowl. <laughs> and and uh, I, I like DJ Stroud. I've changed my mind like on him as a thrower. So I'm all for it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Lamar win it. I I, I really wouldn't. I mean, I hate the Ravens would, with the passion, but I wouldn't mind seeing Lamar win. What would be with these eight teams left? What would be your ideal Super Bowl matchup? <clears throat> My ideal Super Bowl matchup? Yes, oh, the one. Man. Not not about ratings. Not about anything. The game you want to see the most. Hmm. I think for me, it'd be Bills-Lions. That's where I'm going to go. I'm going to say Bills-Lions. Yes, I know the Texans are – I'm having fun with them, and I like Lamar. But I've, I've said it many times. I have a lot of friends who are Bills fans, and I honestly just kind of want to see some crying fans because it would be Bills <laughs> or Lions. Everybody's going to be crying in that stadium, whether they win or lose. So, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that, would be, be- that would be so much fun to watch. It'll also be one of the or two of the most tortured fan bases in like NFL history where you yeah. know one of them will will finally win it obviously after the Lions never getting there and then the Bills getting there four times four times and just in a row and losing annihilated three of those four times like Ugh, yeah dude. that's that's so dude, that, I still that story is so rough that's so I still rough. I couldn't say, even imagine that as a fan the four falls of Buffalo that ESPN 30 for 30, I still say that's right up there with the last dance as one of the best sports documentaries I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah. Cause it hits God, you, it hits you hard. You in this, dude, dude, it does. Oh. It does. So that I, yeah. Bill's lines, because again, I, I know a lot of 
for some reason, I know a lot of Lions and Bills fans, but whatever. Um, <laughs> that is what it is. But that would be my ideal one to watch um, personally. Uh, if yeah. it is, if it is Chiefs Niners, I don't think I'll watch the Super Bowl. Uh, well, let's nice Segu Casino because Segu. let's We're move gonna make on. Shirts. Let's get our shirts made. Let's find shirts. I do like. I know Segu. a shirt guy. I told I you. Like I like it. I got a shirt guy. We'll make it yeah. happen. We don't even need to sell shirts. We can just make two shirts just for you. No, and that's I what we're gonna do. We're gonna make two shirts. Yes. Speaking of uh, 49ers Casino, let's talk. <laughs> you lost your baby. Uh, let's you, talk funny. about the nine and eight Green Bay Packers traveling to the twelve and five San Francisco 49ers. Who you got in this one casino? Oh man. No matter how much I want to pick the hot Green Bay Packers, especially since they went up against that Dallas defense, we've talked all year. And I was thinking about this one long and hard. Um, ha, ha, ha. Uh, that's why you got a sore throat. Um, <laughs> but the Green Bay Packers, they could do it. Jordan Love could upset again. However, San Francisco, they're not frauds. They're good. They are really, really good. Um they got blown out by the Ravens, and the only struggles they had beginning or middle of the year is when I we both know that uh, Purdy had a concussion and they were playing him. Um, that I mean, all oh, that's our speculation, but it's true. I, I guarantee you, it's true. Um, but I can't see the Packers. I would love it, but I would have a hard time seeing the Packers beating the Niners as well who aren't frauds in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, That's, it's, it's tough. I mean, I, I, I would love it. I would love Jordan love to come in. I like your hot take from last week. Um, but especially if they get the ball first, they go down and score, but I just don't think they're going to be able to stop this team from outscoring them. Essentially, even if, Jordan Love puts up another almost perfect passer rating, goes down. Um, and I know I, the Ravens, to me, are a better team than the Niners. I would pick the Ravens over the Niners. And so it's funny I say I pick the Texans over the Ravens, and here I'm picking Niners over. It's just going by the team, what I feel like the team is at. I mean, this is a great young team for the Packers. They've already exceeded expectations, like wildly exceeded expectations, which is awesome for them. Um, being the youngest team in the league, they're crushing it. So winning on the road in Dallas, like that, that right there and playing well, making the playoffs that you can end your season on that. I know you don't want to, but you could be happy doing that. And then going and losing to the Niners, that would be, that would be a legitimate, you know, a legitimate way to lose. But I would, and I am going to pick the Niners, but I would absolutely love to see the Packers win. Because if the Packers win and the Lions win, the Packers got to go into Detroit for the conference championship game. And that would be out fucking standing. I would love every second of that. Um, Again, I just don't think the Packers are going to be able to beat the Niners. I think the Niners are too loaded um, in this matchup particularly. And I do think the experience does come down to it. Yeah, as much as I feel like I can convince myself or make a compelling argument to myself to pick 
the Texans over the Ravens, much like you said, more so than I can for the Packers over the 49ers. Now, there is that, you know, familiarity with uh, Shanahan and then Matt LaFleur because obviously they're friends. They've worked on the same coaching staffs together. There's that kind of rivalry. I do think the way you talk yourself into the Packers winning this game is a thing we've talked about in the past, which all the Packers have to do to kind of rattle the cage of the 49ers is just get an early lead, right? We've talked about it multiple times where it's the 49ers lose a shockingly high amount of uh, games for how good that team is when all they are down is by one score. So they are, and we know from, uh, obviously, uh, I'm a 49ers hater, but it's just fact that Kyle Shanahan is one of the biggest choke artists in a, terms of coaching in the most recent years. I mean, look at the Atlanta game. Look at, I mean, even in that Kansas City Chiefs game, they had a 10-point lead in that game, much like my Eagles did, and the Chiefs came right back on them. So, yeah, again, all you have to do with this 49ers team is get ahead and you are have a way, way better shot of winning than if you're you know, in a tie game where they score first. So if we see a repeat of last week where Packers just go right down the field and score, then we might be seeing a repeat of last week where it's just, you know, this Packers team all of a sudden is up 14 to zero on the Niners. And then it's like, what is going on here? And then me and you are just going to be messaging each other 50 million times being like, what's happening? What's happening? And freaking out. But uh, that's again, if this turns into a shootout, I think the Niners win because the Niners are just have more weapons, more firepower. I don't know how you stop McCaffrey. Uh, And then with the Packers, they're just doing it, like you said, the one of the youngest teams ever to make the playoffs. I don't know who they have on offense. I don't know who they have on defense. They're just getting it done. And we've seen 49ers, or not 49ers, we've seen the Cowboys be frauds in the past in the playoffs. As far as the 49ers go, we haven't really seen them be frauds in the playoffs, right? The one year right. they were, they had, they were cooking, they went to the Super Bowl, they lost to the Chiefs, but everybody pretty much in the playoffs loses to the chiefs. And then we saw last year where Purdy got knocked out and then they just got steamrolled by a team that was uh, the best in the league and just kind of rolling. So I don't think those are bad losses because again, I just made fun of them for the Kansas city loss. But again, same thing happened to my team. That pretty much happens to every team. when you play Kansas city, it's an anomaly. So when you're, I wonder why. Yeah. When you're talking about the 49ers, they have a resume where they're built for games like this. It's at home. That crowd's going to be fucking on fire. Like, I don't know. I just think that you're going to know by the end of the first quarter, if the Packers are going to win this game, because if they're in a lead, if they're up 10 to zero, I would do an in-play money bet to be like Packers are winning this game. If, there, if it's seven seven going into the second quarter, I think I'm taking 49ers all day. Like that's just how I view this game. So, uh, both you and I are picking the Niners on that one. Uh, next up, Casino. Let's move to. 
I mean, a, a game I whoa, know. Well, let's move to. Yes. Uh, let's move to Detroit. Just move for to? this. Yeah. Let's move to Detroit just to just for this Lions playoff run. It's got to be fun. It's got to be fun. Uh, the nine and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Detroit to face the 12 and five Detroit Lions. Uh, who you got in this one, Casino? Lions all day. I know the Bucks are playing well. Um, and, and Baker had an absolute phenomenal game. But having another home game in Detroit, I mean, the Rams had to burn two timeouts because that place was so fucking loud. It ain't going to happen for the Bucks. And if it does, great job, Baker, because I love him. I, I, you know, I, 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 I've always made fun of him. I never disliked the guy, but I've always made fun of him when he was on the other team. But when he's gone to the Bucks, I actually like him. I think he's a, he's kind of turned his career around. Um, but I, I'm I'm all for this Dan Campbell Lions team. Uh, they're my Super Bowl pick. I'm going to be cheering. I'm going to be picking them till the end. Um, so you can just mark that down. Lions for Casino all the way through. It's going to happen. Um, I, I, even if they have to go into uh San Francisco and play there I don't care the Lions man it's the Lions all day I love it they're super hot I think Amon uh Amon Ross St. Brown is super pissed that he got snubbed I I mean again I don't think the Pro Bowl means worth worth a shit but I think it's bothering him and I don't think it's just the media hyping up I think he's like laughing haha the media finds this funny I'll roll with it but I do think truly inside I think he's pissed off yeah uh i do think the thing that's being underlooked about baker mayfield is in the playoffs he's actually pretty damn good no i I like it let's go he's in his career he's two and one in the playoffs uh with a seven to one touchdown to interception ratio ratio and a hundred and two uh point seven passer rating so i mean small sample size with three games but Again, we've seen there's much uh, more fond over quarterbacks who have much, much worse stats in the playoffs than what I just read off for Baker Mayfield. I mean, we just Mm -hmm. talked about Lamar Jackson, who you put his numbers against Baker and Baker almost doubles him in passing touchdowns uh, compared to especially touchdown to interception ratio. But yeah, I think what would scare me is... The re the what the reason the Bucks were able to annihilate the Eagles they did were twofold. One, the Eagles had given up for a month and it was a dumpster fire, and they hit obviously a surging Bucks team at the right time. Surging mm-hmm. is generous because of how their regular season ended, but still with Baker, blah blah blah. Twofold is the Eagles have a really bad defense. And what the Lions and the Eagles, the only thing they share in common at the moment is both of their defenses are pretty damn bad. Like the last couple uh, months or the last month of the season, the uh, Lions pass defense is 31st in the league. The only one that had a worse pass defense was the Philadelphia Eagles. And we just saw what Baker and this offense did. And when I've seen. I don't know. When I just watch Lions game, it feels like you can pass on them. You can run on them. Their defense is just 
not holding up to what their mentality has always been with Dan Campbell, which is, you know, like the, I'm going to bite kneecaps and all that kind of stuff. So the case for the Buccaneers is they're playing a very similar defense to the team. We just or to a team. We just saw them put 38 up on. That's so, true. That's true. But they're playing. I, they're also playing a team that's going to be staying on that field on offense a lot. They're going to start wearing down that Tampa defense. The, the Lions are going to be on the field for a very long time. Every drive, they're going to go down. I, 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 the Eagles, they didn't even get a touchdown in that game. The Lions are going to be much different. I think, I think that's where the factor is going to be is time and possession. I think the Lions are definitely going to hold, hold down at home. And I think that the fans are going to make it tough for Baker Mayfield to get some plays off when he really needs to. Again, look what happened to Stafford. He's a great quarterback as well. The Rams were a good surging team as well, and they couldn't hang in Detroit. Well, they did. They, they hung in there till the very end. However, <laughs> um, yeah, but um, no, I, I, I see your point and I like Baker and I like what he's doing. I mean, that's a great take about the defense. But I just can't see the Lions losing to this Bucks team at home when they've they've already hit the marks they wanted to hit for the season, and now everything is gravy. They're excited. They're they're foaming at the mouth to continue this this Lions run. Yeah. Uh, also, the the uh, Lions get back uh, uh, CJ Gardner uh, Green. Okay, let me ask you this: like, so the Bucks win? Say the Bucks uh-huh. win and the Niners win. You really want to see the Bucks go into? San Fran that's basically just going to give San Fran oh no I'm I will be rooting for the Lions because much like you I like Tampa Bay and Baker but I just would I think the Lions are just a much more interesting team and with everything I said before the only thing where the reason why I think the Bucks lose this game because I am picking the Lions I was just trying to make a case for the Buccaneers I think the Lions win this game because the Buccaneers are 32nd in run right so in in their rushing attack so if let's say they do they're tied or they have a lead in late in this game in order to run out the clock or burn off time to make sure the Lions do not get the ball back, they're going to have to pass. So when True. you know the team you're playing is one-dimensional, that means instead of worrying about how they mix up the run, right, which makes the Ravens so dangerous because the second you start relying on the run, all of a sudden Lamar Jackson picks you apart for 400 yards, right? So it's like – with this Buccaneers team, you know they can't run the ball. You know Baker, uh, what is it, is going to have to throw it every down. So then that changes your coverage, how you approach the game. You know that's not going to be an issue when it comes to, again, running out the clock. So I think the Lions, on the other hand, really good passing attack, really good rushing attack. And if they can just do a bend-don't-break defense, which you talk about all the time, like this should be an easy win for them. They did play earlier this season, uh, and the Lions won twenty to six. Obviously, that was in It'd October. Be tough to score on this team, I think. Yeah. So I don't think I think this is maybe a ten point game in Detroit's favor, but I think this is going to be closer than people are. Well, I'm not calling it a blowout. 
Yeah. You think any of the games this week go blowout? I think maybe 49ers Packers if it just swings a certain way. No, sure. But um, I'm going to say no. I think this is going to be much different than last week. Yeah. I just think these games are going to be a lot. I think these games are going to be played a lot tighter. Um, Obviously, you're getting closer, so you're going to play a little tighter. Um, And for those who, those teams that did get the, the buy, I, I do like when teams get the buy. I always like when the Patriots get the buy, but it always worried me because I could feel like teams would get flat. Yeah. They get they get rested. They're not they're not ready for it and they're not playing as aggressive or as tight, whichever way it needs to be, that they need to be. They just kind of go out and play instead of, you know, sticking sticking to their guns in one direction. Yeah, I agree. I do I do, I think both you and I have this same mindset where when our teams aren't in it, we just want interesting games, right? Even oh, if yeah. we're rooting for one team or the other, I'd much rather have just good games and all the teams I want to win lose than all the teams I want to win win and they're all blowouts and it's all just boring. And heading into our last game, Casino, on the docket, it is the most anticipated game of anybody because finally the Bills get a home game in this series. The 11-6 Kansas City Chiefs travel to Buffalo to play the 11-6 Buffalo Bills. Who are you taking in this game, Casino? Bills. I'm taking the Bills. I will tell you why. Um, Every... I, I, from what I can recall, every playoff game between these two teams in the recent years have been in Kansas City. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Um, yes. But Kansas no, going right. through Arrowhead is going through Arrowhead is tough. It's it's tough to go to that play. I mean, they still hold the record. They had it taken away from Seattle uh, by Seattle for a moment, but then they took it back as the loudest stadium in the league. Kansas City is a tough place to go and play. Um, they both play in cold conditions. That's not going to be a factor. But I think Buffalo finally going to play against the Chiefs in Buffalo. I think this is huge. I really think that the tides turn to Buffalo. I like the more, as of late, consistent play of the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, during the most of the regular season, they were very, hey, they're hot, they're cold, they're hot. They're good against good teams, bad against bad teams, and then vice versa. Um you just never know what you're going to get week to week with them. Um, it seems like they have turned that around. Um, I don't see this Chiefs defense being able to have Josh Allen turn the ball over, you know, the turnover machine, Josh Allen, turn it over enough to lose this game. Um, again, we saw what the Chiefs have. We know that they have Patrick Mahomes, they have Kelsey, and then now they have Reese. You stop that. I'm not really worried about anything else. I think the Bills can kind of handle their run their rushing game. Um that's just me personally. So double Reese, double Kelsey, you know, vice versa on every other player, however you want to run it, however you want to run your schemes. But one of those guys be doubled every single time. And I think you have a legitimate shot of beating the Chiefs. Um as long as the refs don't hand, you know, help it out. But we'll see. Uh, somebody sent me a meme. It was really, really fucking funny. Um, Kansas City. It was, it was, it was some guy making a weird face, and it was like the league realizing they're having to pick between Kansas City or Buffalo. 
next week. I thought it was fucking hysterical. Um, and, you know, it was like, oh, no, what do we do? Um, but I'm going to pick the Bills. I want the Bills to go through. I'm over the Chiefs. And some of it might be I'm just so over the Chiefs. Um, and I didn't, you know, I originally was I was over the Chiefs because I didn't want them to be another dynasty like the Pats had. But then I got over the Chiefs real fast after the Patrick Mahomes crybaby incident and Andy Reid defending <laughs> him. Like, sorry, Andy Reid, I can forgive you eventually, I'm sure. Mahomes, never. Like, just, just stop. Just stop. So I want the Bills to win this game so bad. And, uh, ooh, ouch, I hurt. Uh, but I think that they could pull it off. Your thoughts? I think playing at home is the big, the big key to this. Yeah. You're I picking do. The, you're picking the Chiefs. It's okay. I'm picking the Chiefs, uh, but as you know, I you much a f- I, five a five game win streak versus a two game win streak. So the earlier Bills in this are season, hot. the Bills are hot right now. I'm just gonna make so you feel like right now. yeah, they're so hot right now. Yeah, but here's so the earlier barely this season, beat the, char- the Chiefs barely December. beat the Chargers. They barely beat the Bengals. They got they got beat by the Raiders. They beat the Patriots by ten only. And before that, they lost to the Bills. And then yes, they did just blow out the Dolphins, but the Dolphins gave up. So you 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 uh, you put that you, those teams where you you lose or almost lose, and then you go against the Bills. Who? Oh, sorry. Come on. Don't 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 do this stupid game, stupid game, this stupid thing. Ah! Yeah. But Continue. see, if we're gonna go by those metrics, the Bills lost to the Bengals, they lost to the Broncos, they lost to the Eagles, yeah, they win, lost though. to the win. Patriots. Win October, November, okay, December. They all have bad losses. Okay, and then in- from there, from there, they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Dolphins. They beat the Steelers. Like, that's a much better, almost a month and a dude, a month and a half. That is a, that's a good amount of time. We trying to go back a past a month and a half. People have figured shit out by then. So trying to go back all the way to October, we're in fucking January, man. Like, we're we're you're closer to the beginning of the season than you are the end of the season. Like, um. The Bills, that's what I was saying. The Bills, they figured it out. I like the teams that they have they have played and they have beaten against the Chiefs last few games. And a lot of those games, I feel like that they were getting favorable calls. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, if you look back at when these two teams played earlier in the season uh, on December 10th, obviously it was an arrowhead. The yards, uh, almost identical. Passing yards, almost identical. Rushing yards, almost identical. Uh, they, uh, The Chiefs lost a fumble. The Bills didn't. Both Mahomes and Josh Allen threw uh, an interception. Time of possession was a difference of 10 minutes, and then the Bills won by three, right? So both of Again, these – Again, what I was talking about, about it. the Bills' running game – I'm much better than the Chiefs running game. I think that they can handle the ball. They can take possession away from Patrick Mahomes. I I think you're wild to pick the Chiefs in this game. I mean, I know they're the Chiefs and they find ways to win. Um, You know, they feed the zebras, carrots and shit, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do. I do think 
uh, my ideal matchup for next week for the AFC championship, I would love to see Bills Ravens because I just think those are two teams that feel fresh in terms of going to the Super Bowl uh, with these with the makeups and of the, the Texans don't. Have. Yeah, but I think, but I think the Texans again. I think they can get better than they are right now. I think Bills and Ravens are kind of topping out at what they can be, right? So I think the Texans can be even better and be, you know, a one seed in the next couple of years. But Ravens and Bills, we said it for the Bills this year. It was like Super Bowl or bust, and then their cap space and everything's going to catch up to them. I mean, they almost got derailed this season by injuries catching up to their older players. Same with the Ravens. Like, both these teams have been snake-bitten by injuries. They're getting guys back, uh, as we talked about with the Ravens getting Mark Andrews. So, as far as the Chiefs go, yes, it's been a down year for them. Uh, Rashid Rice is catching on at the end of the season. Travis Kelsey is now he's really hit or miss when the past couple of years he was just automatic. So I don't know. I just, it's again, that good, this it's feels that good like Swift, uh, Swift. <laughs> yeah. You know, Swift, uh, I was Swift time. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> it's, uh, Getting Swifty with it. I don't know. This is see, this is one of those things where going into this weekend, all the picks are obvious right? All the picks are obvious where it's like, of course the Ravens win. Of course the Niners win. Of course the Lions win. Of course the Bills win. All those are the home teams. And we just go, of course they all win. And then last week, every home team won except one. And that game was shocking. And then also the Texans won, which was shocking against that Browns who were on the road, but still they were favored. So it just doesn't play out how it's supposed to on paper. There's always at least one surprise. So of all the teams that we're talking about when it comes to surprise, uh, the Texans are an unknown. The Packers are an unknown because they haven't been here before. And last week they kind of exploded on the scene. But how many times, especially in football, have we seen a team, a player do something great one week. They have all this hype going into the next week. And then it just doesn't happen. We see that all the time, all the time. So now going into this game, the hyped up teams are the Ravens, the Niners, the lions, and then the bills out of those four. I've seen the bills. What is it? Have all this momentum, have all this hype, and then just be let down by a shitty call here by the 24 seconds or whatever the fuck it was in Kansas city. I've yeah. seen this story before. That's the, one of the main reasons I'm worried about that, the you, lions. You see that happening in Buffalo this time around. Those yes. refs would not make it out of the damn. St- no, those <laughs> refs would not make it out of the stadium. They'll be but, still dude. The, those bills, that bills mafia. They're, they're surprisingly they're, they're nifty. They would build a giant snow wall. So those refs couldn't get out. And then they would all just be lined up with snowballs, you know, laced with like. But see, but this is you're making a good you're making a good point without realizing you're making it because that call that cost the Chiefs that game was in Kansas City. So now that 
call is going to be talked about. It's going to be discussed. It's going to be replayed all week, which in my mind makes me go, oh, the NFL is going to favor the Chiefs more. So as, as like a make right or as like a, well, you thought we fucked you over last time. Now we're like doing the opposite. So you can't be mad at us. Like again, after that game, Mahomes criticized the NFL and the refs. Uh, Andy Reid did players did like everybody got fine. That was like a national story. So now one of two things is going to happen. This game is either going to be called right down the middle where they're going to let everybody get away with everything, or it's going to be called in the chief's favor to be like, see, when you play the bills, we don't have any favorites. Now of what we've seen in the past, which do you think is more likely the refs favoring one team or calling it even straight down the middle? It's favoring one team, and we've seen the Chiefs get away with just absolute dog shit, yeah. right? So it's just like there is but going it's to already, be a call in the game that will be I understand all week. And I understand. So that one that 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 call that got everybody all up in arms, and you're saying they're trying to correct it. I think they're going to overcorrect. Okay, do you think they're going to overcorrect, or do you think if they do that, it's going to be so on the nose that? it's going to hurt the NFL or do you think the NFL just doesn't give a shit if they blatantly, I mean, they've already done it with the Dallas, that Dallas night. Do you think they just blatantly get it wrong on purpose? And it's just like, well, it's over now. See, I, again, I could see it playing both ways, but I also just think again, the chiefs in the playoffs, the bills have never beat them in the playoffs. So there's that weighing on them. There's yeah, but the, the Chiefs were never this factors. bad in the playoffs. Yeah, but they've also never had this good of a defense. I don't know. That, see, but that, I see can... the defense thing doesn't matter. Remember, we've, we've talked about that. How is, Mah- how is Mahomes having such a shitty year and this team not doing as well as they could when they have the best defense they've ever had? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, as I again, mean, you brought, you I will be that rooting up. for the Bills. That's I will fine. be rooting for the Bills but... with every fiber of my being. I get that, but you're saying that you know they got the better defenses. I mean, you you've talked about how that that doesn't matter this year. With well, Chiefs I mean, we saw the Texans and Browns that didn't matter, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, uh, just and when we talk about these two teams, just to put it in perspective of how similar they are, I'm feeling 100 percent coming my way. By the way, 100 percent, like on picks, I'm picking them. I'm picking them right. Uh, so for Casino, he picked Texans, 49ers, Bills, Lions. I am picking Ravens, 49ers, Chiefs, Lions. So our differences are the Ravens, Texans, and the Bills, Chiefs game. Now going into this to put the bow on the Chiefs, Bills, uh, Chiefs are ninth overall in offense. Bills are fourth. Chiefs are second overall in defense. Bills are ninth. Chiefs are six overall in passing. Bills are eighth. And then Chiefs are 19th in rushing. Bills are seventh. Obviously because, you know, they're leading rusher. Uh, or they're, I think this is the first year that Josh Allen has been on this team where he's not the leading rusher, right? It's Man. Cook. But he's, I mean, pretty damn close. But I just hope it's a fun game. I hope it's an interesting game. I hope there's no bullshit calls that we have to talk about afterwards. But... Of my picks, Casino, uh, Texans or Ravens, I'm fine with either. I just like Lamar Jackson, but I also like this Texans team. I pray to the Lord 
the Packers pull the upset on the 49ers. That would just be <laughs> with how much shit they talk and their fan base. Talk. Would you be, would you become oh. a side Packers fan if they take out Dallas and the Niners? Oh, dude, I would wear Packers, a Packers Jersey on the next podcast. If that happened, Oh, I would love <laughs> it so much. Uh, the chiefs bills again, I'm with you chiefs bills and bucks lions. I'm worried about the bills and the lions just because of all the stuff we talked about, but I will be rooting hardcore for both the Lions and the Bills just because I think a Bills Lions Super Bowl would. But you heal don't believe America. in them. But you don't. America. But you don't. But you don't believe in them. But you it's don't not that I don't believe in them. I'm worried about them. Much different, Casino. Much different. Again, I was them. worried about my Eagles, and look what happened to them. But you I was don't worried. believe in them. I'm a worried, worried. But you don't believe in them. Worried person. No, uh, but you don't but, believe in them. That has been our uh, divisional round picks. Casino won the wild card round that by yeah, a score of three to two. This week, we could potentially tie or one of us could get both our picks right. So we will see. Uh, let's move on, Casino. There was some coaching news for teams outside of the playoffs. Uh, the first two being uh, the... Uh, my sister has my son, and she just texts me, your son had an accident, so we were on our way back. No more context to that. I don't know what that means, so that's great. Uh, but to talk about the coaches, Casino. Do you need to step aside and find out what that means? <laughs> no, I'll just text her. Uh, I mean, is losing an arm, would that be considered an accident? Losing a leg? I don't think she'd word it like that, so I think it's that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, Mike McCarthy shockingly is being brought back with the Dallas Cowboys in the same division, the oh, NFC man. East. Nick Sirianni also apparently being brought back. Uh, thoughts on let's start with the Cowboys move first, Casino. Thoughts on basically just running this same team back and just trying again. Thoughts? No, because they were frauds this year. I think it's bad. I, I mean, McCarthy, McCarthy's. I don't like him. I didn't like him in Green Bay. I don't like him in Dallas. I I just don't think he has an I just don't think he has enough anymore. Like I, I think he's he's coached out, man. I, I don't I don't know, man. I'm over I'm over McCarthy. If I was Dallas, I'd move off. Um Dak, I would move off. I, I know he has a great he has great some games, but I, I would honestly move off. I mean, you finally did give Dak your con Dak that contract, but w- even before that, you were struggling to give him that contract. I, I think that, that will... I think that whole organization, if they just run it back, they're gonna end up doing the same thing. I mean, they might even win. They might win a wild card game. They might win the division, but I don't see anything past that, man. I just don't. See now, uh, we we always say, or we as in like people who talk about sports, always talk about McCarthy winning the Super Bowl and how that's a feather in his cap and all that stuff, which it is. But also to it's put like, it in perspective, he won that Super Bowl in 2010. Yeah, 2010. I mean, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 past the time, man. Yeah, it is 2024. That that's is like saying 14 that, years ago. Yeah, that's like saying Drew uh Drew be, uh Drew Brees being back like he's retired, like he's done cuz he 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 did it back in the day. He won his Super Bowl and he he left. 
He's done. He realizes it's just, it's past his time. I know coaching is different than playing, but I, I just don't feel like he has it anymore. I just don't. Yeah, and also I feel like so for to tie this get- in with the Nick Sirianni thing, it's like everybody knew going into that game the Eagles something was off for a month right? And it was a weird vibe and they were winning games in ways they never have lost before, or they were losing games in ways they never lost before. And the vibe was off and it was weird and the play calling, blah, blah, blah. So when they lost to the Tampa Bay, it was like, this was a slow moving train we saw coming a month in advance with the Cowboys. They were going into that game with all the momentum in the world. Right. And everybody was like, they're at home. They fell into the number two seed Their only threat is the uh, 49ers. They're going to roll everybody. Like, they already beat the Lions. They already beat the Eagles. They already beat all these other teams. They're going to get revenge on the 49ers. There were how many talking heads uh, in the sports media world just being like, this is a team that is going to the Super Bowl. Like, full stop, right? And then from... Because it's it's one of those things, if you don't pick the Cowboys... If you if you're in that media and you don't pick the Cowboys, you're going to be a laughing stock. Yeah, I mean, you, laugh, you laugh at me all the time. So I mean, when <laughs> I picked when I picked Green Bay, you were like, <laughs> yeah. So. Well, but then again, I did go list back and listen to us predicting that game. I literally we both had the conversation where we were like, this Cowboys team always shits the bed. I think it's going to be next week when they do it. Oh, and stop. you were like, you, no, no, I think they do it in the wild card round. And I was like, yeah, probably. And we both, but see, the point is we never for a second thought this team would click into place and be on their way to the Super Bowl. We knew it was either this week or next week where they were Out. Uh, going to do something to fuck up their chances. And yeah. then it happened in the wild card round. And my thing is from the get go of that game, CD Lamb was weird. Mike McCarthy was weird. Dak Prescott was I know, weird. You still they picked them. I still won the. Energy. I still won the wild card weekend. It's fine. Whatever. There you I go. Mean, stop trying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were right. <laughs> I mean, you were right. But, but no. But yeah. But, but I'm saying right. from the get go of that game, all of them had a weird vibe. Nobody looked like they wanted to be there. Uh, Mika Parsons goes out with like an injury, and then he comes right back in the game. Like it was just weird. But I think you get the gist of what we were saying. I think we both agree it's insane to bring back this entire Dallas coaching staff team when everybody knows what they are. Yeah. Yeah. Without changing literally anything, something. Well, also the cap hit for Dak Prescott next year is $55 million, $55 million. Again, end of the first half of that game. If it wasn't for that touchdown, they got three penalties at zero to try to get. He would have been, what, he had like 24 yards, two interceptions, no touchdown, and one of the worst pick sixes in four, uh, three-man coverage, four-man coverage around his one guy that he just throws. Again, trying to force the ball to CeeDee Lamb with four guys around him. Yeah. And it's just... That's what you get with playoff McCarthy, playoff Dak Prescott, everything. And can't then with Nick Sirianni. That. You just can't trust that. Yeah. And then with Nick Sirianni, at least he's got that team to a Super Bowl, lost both of his coordinators, started 10-1, and one, had a rough end of the season, but 
if they can get him better coordinators, like I've already seen him take a team to the Super Bowl. I know him and that team and Hertz is capable of it. With the Cowboys, you haven't seen them get farther than a divisional round loss. So to run right. back the two teams and act like it's similar, it's not. We've seen the other team go toe-to-toe with the with the best team in the league and the Chiefs and come within a dumb penalty away from winning that like game. So I'm fine with him coming back. Just make it be the Eagles next year need to be like Epstein Island Casino. And that's pairing the young guys with old guys. Right, so we need to get old coordinators in there. Well, there it is, everybody. Now we are flagged. Uh, well, now and, I can spend you know, more time with my kids, so that's great. Just not on the island, dear God, not on the island. God, but Jesus. that's my, that's. I'm not saying anything happens after that. I'm just saying pair the old with the young, right? And then and then just play football. That's where the analogy ends. But let's move on, Casino, uh, to another coach, which is Bill Belichick has now interviewed, is it two or three times with the Arizona I know of Atlanta two. Falcons? I know of two, unless he's done another in the past like day. But he's going to go to the Falcons, which I think is really funny. That is, first off, it's hilarious. Second off, uh, I was listening to the Bill Simmons uh, podcast, who's great. He talks about things that aren't sports because we're obviously the only sports podcast, but he was just happening to talk about Bill Belichick because he's a big Patriots fan. And he made a good point, which is, which I didn't think of, and I haven't heard anywhere else. Uh, Bill Belichick is still technically a Patriot. So they would have to trade to get him. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Falcons would trade their first round pick to get Bill Belichick to be their next head coach? Because I kind of think they would. Oh, I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. But <laughs> I mean, and with Belichick out and Gerard Mayo in, and I don't know who's going to be GM and calling the shots on the things, but they may actually not trade away their first round picks. Oh, yeah. that's true. For well, the first like, time in what, like 20 years, you yeah. might actually have a first round Did, pick. Oh my gosh. I, uh, we need, we need some players. They need some players and not even just like the quarterback and some offensive weapons. Belichick whiffed on both the punter and the kicker this last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is usually things, and again, his downfall was remember, there was always that joke or the meme where it's like, everybody's at the combine and Bill Belichick is working out some seventh round lineman in the rain. And then he finds like a gem. Right. And he would always find like these guys who everybody was like, he's done like a Randy Moss and bring him in. And then they (laughs) peak like that hasn't happened for three, four years now. So I feel like everybody, you you want to play center in the NFL. No, (laughs) you're my next punter. (laughs) <laughs> and then it would just, yeah, then it would just work. Well, when that stopped working, all of a sudden the Patriots weren't a very good team. So now your team hey, worked for 20 years. So, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like it eventually those methods run out and then here you are, but him in Atlanta, I mean, it just, to me, it doesn't fit at all. It's, it's great. 
It seems like because remember, I think, he's, I think he's just trying to win that record. I think he just wants to play enough to win the record, and he's going to leave. But with the Falcons, how how are they any different than the Patriots team last year? They, they were a, a really good defensive team. They, they have no quarterback. That's it, right there. Defensive defensive team. He wants to go to a team that has a good defense. Yeah, but wouldn't he rather want to go to the Chargers where the offense is already figured out and he can just focus on the defense? Like, yeah, but that means he has to do work. Issues. He just means he just has to do work. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we run out of time. We will do our gossip talk. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien oh, went over to the Ohio State. And uh, we already did the Antonio Pierce name. So and I'm very, very sad because as my Patriot friends chat, said oh here josh mcdaniel's coming back for oc and i'm nope i that was gonna be my next question Dude, gonna, bill o'brien i, I will to throw i will throw this new laptop that i bought for this <laughs> for this year out the window if he goes if he's your offensive coordinator in atlanta it's going to happen a hundred percent no i don't i, I don't want it. him i don't want him to come back to the patriots Oh, to the Patriots. I thought you meant Bill Belichick's going to bring him with him to Atlanta. No, I don't care. If Bill Belichick leaves, I don't give a shit. I don't care where he goes. I don't care about Bill anymore. He's out. My wow. boy, Gerard Mayo is in. 37 fucking years old. Gerard Mayo. Let's go. I want him. Let's go. Damn. I'm excited. Uh, And then uh, for the – so the last, like, marquee, especially with Antonio Pierce signing with the uh, Raiders – Last marquee job that appears to be still open casino is the Chargers. Do you think that's a Vrabel landing spot? Do you think it's a Harbaugh landing spot? Or you think they're going to go somebody no, else? Harbaugh's, Harbaugh's already in, in talks of extending his contract out there in Michigan. I think it's Vrabel. I think Vrabel goes. I think it is too. He and I just, would love that. I would love that because the Chargers have been right there. But we've said it. They should be good. But it's been... The, the coaching, the owners, like the, the GM and all that. You get rid of that and you bring in Vrabel, who still has some of the Belichick way and, you know, a.k.a. being a little bit more of a hard ass, but yet he can relate to players a little bit more because he played. I think that would be an amazing spot for Vrabel. I really do. I think he can come in there and start crushing it because, you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't like that they got rid of him in Tennessee, but if – they totally revamped the Chargers and they get the right personnel in the right spots. That team can actually be good. They should be good. Yeah, no, I agree. And then as far as the Eagles, just get me an old guy to be the offensive coordinator. Get me an old guy to be the defensive coordinator. Bring Frank Reich back to uh, be the offensive coordinator. Get an old grizzled defensive coordinator. That's all I want. Again, I won't do the Epstein Island analogy again. But that's what I was aiming for, Casino. <laughs> so, uh, they, on that note, this has been the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. Next week, we'll be back to talk about all the divisional games. We'll talk about the stuff that we did not get to on this episode. And we'll also start talking NBA, NHL. Uh, yeah, this has been the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. Anything else to say before you go on our last episode? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. That's it. Just suddenly, bye. Adios.